Hey fam, you're listening to a podcast from Every Nation Campus Katipunan. We hope that this message will help us know and follow Jesus and grow in our walk with Him. Let's continue to change the campus and change the world. Enjoy! Good evening everyone! Good evening, it's good to see you in our youth service, okay? Sobrang excited kami dito. Uh, we know that we're only few, we're around 20. Okay, sa nasa room dito ngayon, pero grabe yung atmosphere dito. We know that God has been moving in your life. Alam namin sa living room nyo, sa rooms nyo, kung nagbebyahe kayo, katulad ng sinabi ni Kuya Ferdy kanina, we know that God is at work, okay, sa buhay natin. Okay, and before I start with a message, I want you to tag your friends this afternoon. You can use the chat box, okay, that we have right now sa Facebook or if you're with the Zoom, okay? Please do that. Tag your friends. Say hi to them. I want you to greet them for now. As we end our series and uh, look at the scripture that we'll be looking at today, as we end, okay, yung series natin na for real. We've been talking about, okay, the Bible for the past three weeks. And ngayon, tatapusin na natin. But we hope that as we end this series, it will not be an the end for us to continue our walk with God. But this will be a moment for us to place us in a posture where we get to know God through His Word. Yun yung heart namin para sa inyo. Kung estudyante ka ngayon, freshman student, high school, junior high or senior high, we want you to know that you are not young enough, okay, to know God through His Word. In fact, right now, God can speak to you, God can move in your life, and God will continue to do His work in and through you. So as we begin our message this evening, I want you to, I want to ask one question uh, sa inyo about is uh, what books or movies that have made an impact in your life? Okay? Can you type that right now? Okay? Ano yung book na yon? Ano yung movie na yon na sobrang life-changing para sa yun until ngayon? Okay? Alam mo yung uh, naging impact impact yung impression niya sa buhay mo because the moment you were reading it, the moment you were watching the movie, na-move ka talaga and you did something after those moments that you had an encounter, something from that book or from that movie. So I'll give you 10 seconds to do that. Type it right now. You comment it. Okay, ano yung book na yon? Ano yung movie na yon? Okay, for me personally, I remember this one. Okay, nasa Nasakon natin ngayon, okay, TC7, that's one of the books that has changed my life. Ganito kakapal yan, okay, tatlong series yan, part yan ng course ko, no, as a, as a student before, kasi I took BS Math during that time, and Math 53, 54, and 55, okay, you need to carry that book for how many years? Two years, and it took me two years to finish that, and there were moments na uh, talagang it literally changed the sleeping patterns that I had nung college ako. Sleeping patterns, natutulog ako parate pag may mga problem sets, okay? Not only that, because of this book, nakagraduate ako, asli, tinapos ko, ginapang ko yung, uh, yung, yung moments na yun. Kasi alam ko kung hindi ko matatapos yung book na yun, na to, okay? Yung TC7 na to, ito yung Bible na to, daw ng mga BS Math, eh, okay? For sure, hindi ako gra-graduate. Hindi on time, pero at least graduate ako, okay? And this is one of the books I love and I appreciate. Uh, maybe I love in the sense na nakatapos ako kahit papaano, <laughs> okay? And ganun sa atin eh, kapag may book or movie tayong napanood, okay, many times there's an impression that it leaves, 
okay, sa buhay natin. Okay, uh, it stirred our emotions and it moves us to action. Why? Because they are relevant and at the same time, they can relate to us. They can, it can relate to our human experiences. And ganun din yung Bible. Many people today are asking, is the Bible relevant today? Sobrang na-pressure ako sa preaching ni Red last week. Okay, when he talk about the Bible as being reliable this season, despite of the changing circumstances, seasons, and years of our lives, the Bible is still reliable, it's true, it's trustworthy. And right now, ang gusto nating tanungin is this, is the Bible relevant? Many people today are, are saying it's not relevant. Why? Because it's, contradic- it's contradictory okay, to the things that I'm seeing. Every time I look at it, parang, parang yung binasa ko, it contradicts the other passages that I've read. You know what? It contradicts everything if we only see it in the lens in the way we want to see it. Okay, minsan kasi nami-miss out natin ang isang bagay, okay, uh, meron tayong tendency to size up something with the wrong view, with the wrong aspect of a person, so therefore we conclude about that. For example, kapag kausap ko si Gio, imagine, may, nung kinakausap ko siya, may nagawa siyang mali, tapos in the end, ikukonclude ko na, sinize up ko na siya dahil sa maling nagawa niya. Many times we treat the Bible like that when we look at something that, is, that contradicts to what we think, okay, we end up defining and concluding the Bible is not relevant. It contradicts everything. Secondly, people say uh, it's not relevant because of the cruelties that you see in the stories. Okay, injustice, suffering, slavery, poverty. Okay, I was talking one time to a student and he asked me, if God is good, why is my friend suffering? If God is good, why is, why is it that there's a lot of people that are poor right now? What is God doing? Is your God cruel? If God is cruel, then the Bible that He has written is not true. It's no longer relevant. But if you look at it in the lens where we separate the stories and we just look at the part without considering the whole, we are missing the point. What I want to do today is for us to see the whole story, the whole picture. Alam natin, yung mga estudyante natin sa Katipunan, no? magaling mag-analyze, tama ba? Okay, magaling ding mag-synthesize. We, 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 we are good in breaking things apart and we are good also in uniting them together. But we hope that every time we look at the Bible, before we conclude that it's not relevant, we hope that we will conclude by trying to separate things and say, this is it. I hope that we will see the uniting picture. Why is it relevant? Why is it significant? And why is it important to us today? Some people would say, yung context nito hindi para sa atin. Year 2021 na. Nung sinulat yung Bible na to, effective siya during their time. Because of the audience, because of the people, because of the circumstances that they had. Therefore, the Bible is no longer relevant. But as we look at Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 today, I won't be convincing you to believe it immediately. If you are here today, you haven't known God, you haven't known Jesus, my prayer is that instead of concluding about what the Bible is all about that is no longer relevant, I want you to sit down and challenge yourself by asking why is it that I'm treating it as irrelevant this season? Maybe you're missing out something. 
but I hope in your doubts, you get to, answer, you get to receive the answers to your questions. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, it says here, For the Word of God, can you say Word of God? For the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Let's pray. God, I pray that your word will pierce our hearts today. Your word will discern the intention of our hearts. I pray that you will move in our midst. Lord, we may be first-timers listening to this. I pray that you will speak to them. Lord, we may be people who have been walking with you for quite some time now. I pray that we will grow beyond being familiar to what you are saying. We pray that we will exit where we are right now and we will take a step of faith, one step forward in seeing who you are this season, at this very moment, because we know that you are relevant. Your voice, your word, the things that you say, the promises that you, you've given are still true today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's look at the Word of God. I know that we have seen a lot about this when El preached about a power about, uh, about, about this word uh, the, the first time we heard it. And last week, Greg talked about also the Word of God. But when you look at the Word of God, the stories are not just dry facts that happened to someone else. Na feeling natin, pag binabasa natin, walang, yung, alam mo yung, naalala nyo yung nung, uh, elementary days nyo, yung Hekasi or social studies nyo. Sorry, generation ko yung araling panlipunan. Hekasi sa akin eh. Wow, so mas advanced ka, okay? Go for it, okay? Meron, meron dati na, di ba? Parang sobrang dry yung mga facts na yun. You just need to memorize the time, sino yung mga taong yun, ano yung nangyari during the time. And those are good stories, but many times, we look at the Bible the same way. We, we say, the Bible are like stories that happen to someone else, therefore, they are just dry facts because it is not true. It is not real to me. Let me say this. The Word of God is a living truth where we can relate and we can experience what God has been doing before and we can experience what God wants to do now. It's more than a rule book that limits us. It's a life-giving book that frees us. Let me say this. The book, the Bible that we are reading right now, it is a life-giving book that frees you. It gives you the freedom to witness, to experience, to know, to enjoy what it is like to have Jesus, to have God in your life. If you're familiar with The Lion and the Witch and the Wardrobe, okay, maybe a movie or the book written by C.S. Lewis, there was an instance where uh, Susan was having a conversation with Mr. Beaver. And in that conversation, okay, ito nangyari, sabi niya, Aslan is a lion, the lion and the great lion. Ooh, said Susan. I would thought he was a man. And Susan asked, is he quite safe? I shall feel rather nervous about meeting a lion. Safe, said Mr. Beaver. Who said anything about safe? Of course he isn't safe, but he's good. He is king, and I tell you, he's good. Now, when Mr. Beaver was explaining that to Susan, he was, he was pointing out about Aslan. And some people would say they pointed about, about Jesus. 
point every time we have that point, that conversation that we had during the time. But let's us use it today as we look at the Word of God. When you look at the Word of God and you have an encounter with it, you will feel unsafe. The Word of God is not safe. Why? Because the moment you embrace it, the moment you live by it, it will change you forever. It is not safe because it will make your life change forever. But it's also good. It's also good. It's unsafe. But it's good. Let's look at one. Okay, one thing that the Word of God does to us. The Word of God meets us where we are. God meets you with your questions. God meets you in your concerns. God meets you wherever you are right now. First, the Bible confronts the false version of ourselves. Meron bang mga bagay sa buhay nyo na sobrang ayaw na ayaw nyo? Okay, meron bang bagay na sa buhay nyo na parang sobrang annoying sa ibang tao? <laughs> meron ba? Or ako lang, okay? Di ba minsan we hate ourselves because we don't like it. How I wish we responded differently. Okay, kaninang umaga, nung kausap natin yung kaibigan natin, yung, nung nakipag-usap tayo sa mga parents natin. There are things that we don't like about ourselves. Guess what? When you look at the Bible, it confronts the false version of ourselves. It confronts us. Why? Because it says there, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow. When you look at uh, the story of about joints and marrow, they said that there are four layers of bones. Okay? Merong outer layer, merong inner layers, and you can just... Uh, uh, research that, okay? I, w- I won't be talking about the anatomy of bones, no, no, okay? He just mentioned about joints and marrows. Joints is the outside layer, but marrows, it's the deeper layer where the red blood and the white blood corpuscles are produced. Tama ba? Okay? And it says there, the Word of God is like that. It pierces the deepest part of us. It pierces the hidden spot and the hardest layers of our lives. The Word of God reaches us through the deepest and hardest layers of our lives and the hidden spots in our lives. There are times my, my leader or my friend would ask me, how are you doing? And I can pretendly say to them, I'm doing good. But when you look at the Word of God, yes, you can pretend to someone else, but when you look at the Word of God, because it reaches us through the hidden spots of who we are and the hardest layers of our lives, we can be open and say, I know that I am broken and flawed and there's nothing I can do about myself. But the Bible says it reveals and reaches through the hidden parts of me and the hardest layers of my life. Let me talk to some of you today. Some of you, you're having a hard time about your life because of the past experiences that you had. And right now, you cannot move forward because of that past that has been haunting you. And you can identify with those situations that your friend, that you yourself, you're going through something else that you don't understand. You ask yourselves, why am I lonely today? And when you look back, there are moments in your lives during your childhood days where you had a hard time running away from it. There's a vivid story that happened in your past that 
that is that is haunting you, that is holding you back in seeing the things that God has for you. You feel lonely, you feel disappointed, you feel discouraged, and you want to give up. But let me say this. No matter how deep your issues are, the Word of God reaches through our joints and marrows because He doesn't want us to stay the same. Let me remind you today, if you are confused, you don't know where you're going, God is an answer. The Word of God will teach us that he is, he is the one guiding us. He's the one working our lives. He's the one who will be walking with us. And God will tell us, this is the map that you have, that you can hold on to because the Word of God is real and true until today. It reaches through the hidden spot and hardest layers of our lives. Ano yung pinaka hardest layer ng buhay mo. The Word of God reaches through that deepest wound, that deepest pain, that deepest situation that you have been through and that you're going through. And God wants to confront that false version of yourself because He has something else for your life. Secondly, it says there in verse 12, Discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. What does that mean, discerning? One of the things that my eldest son loved to do right now is to draw. There are times where he would just uh, draw in a open band from a blank slate and eventually he would show me, wow, this is a good drawing, there's a detail. And sometimes I joke him, can I color this? And he says, no, pap, I don't want you to color Okay, my, my, my drawing. But every time we would, I, would, I would wake up in the morning and he's ready to show his drawing, he would tell me, Pop, how is it? How's my drawing? Do you like it? Is it bad in quality? Is it good in quality? And I would tell him, you know what, Daniel? You did well. How I wish when I was a kid like you, I can draw like you. Nainggit pa rin ako until ngayon. And every time he asks that, it's as if he's asking, can you assess, can you assess my drawing? Is it good or is it bad? That's what the Bible says when it says it discerns the thoughts and intentions of our heart. It means it reveals our inner passion that drives our reasoning. It assesses the deepest place or the deepest place in our lives. God assesses the deepest place of our lives. Why? Because He wants to transform us into our real version, which is to be like Jesus. That's why it's not safe. That's why it's good. Because it confronts the false version of who we are, but transforms us to be the kind of person that God has called us to be, which is to be like Jesus. That's why in the word it says there, it is living and active. It is powerful and alive. It is effective and productive. It won't leave you the same. It changes you daily. It changes me every day. It points me towards God. What when I fall, 
when I am weak, when I don't know what to do, when I am clueless about life, when I get to question the things that are happening around, when I get to hear some news about the injustices that I see around, and I want to react, I want to respond, and yet I don't know what to do. The Bible, it tells us that it transforms us in a, in a way that we can be the person that God has called us to be. So that we can be a blessing to our families. That every time we talk and we relate to our father, that every time we move and talk to our friends, something else is going on. They can feel and they can experience about the word of God. Red alluded to 2 Timothy 3 verses 16 and 17 last week. It says there, It is useful for teaching rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that you, me, or the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. You are not clueless. You are not clueless. God is giving you a purpose. God is giving you meaning. God is giving you life. God is making a way for you to know Him so that you can experience Him well and you can know Him through His Word. But sad to say, when we talk about the Word of God, it's relevant to those people who doesn't have a relationship with Jesus. The Word of God becomes relevant to those people who has an exclusive experience with Jesus. Only those who, who decided to enter into a relationship with Jesus where they can see the Word of God living and active. It, it is only those who decides to, 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 be, to come in and to step into a relationship with God can experience the fullness of what it is like to be in Him. That's why I think El mentioned this in John chapter 5, verses 39 to 40. You study the scriptures diligently because you think that in them you have eternal life. These are the very scriptures that testify about me. Yet you refuse to come to me to have life. My prayer is that we won't be those people who would refuse to come to Jesus. Because the Bible is relevant when we have Jesus. That's the starting point. When we have Jesus, the Bible becomes relevant. It teaches us. It trains us. It corrects us. It gives us life. It directs us. It guides us. The Bible is relevant to us because we have Jesus. As I end this, this evening, Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 to 16, uh, using the message version, it says here, Now that we know what we have, who is Jesus, this great high priest with ready access to God, let us not slip through our fingers. Let it not slip through our fingers. We don't have a priest who is out of touch with our reality. He's been through weakness and testing, experienced it all, all but the sin. So let's walk right up to him and get what he is so ready to give. Take the mercy and accept 
the help. It says here, now that we have Jesus, we can draw closer to him. We can have a full access to God. And this Jesus, hindi siya numb. And this Jesus, hindi siya distant. Okay? Si Jesus, hindi siya yung parang, he's so powerful and yet he cannot do anything about your life. Si Jesus hindi yung nagsabi tapos hindi niya gagawin. Si Jesus hindi siya yung nagpromise lang pero in the end, iiwan ka sa ere. Si Jesus hindi yung nagsasabi na naintindihan kita pero hindi siya gagawa ng paraan para sa'yo. That's why it says there, He is God Himself who is not out of touch with our reality. He knows who we are. He knows our deepest longing. He understands what we're going through. In the Bible, the Word of God tells us who we are. But it also reminds us that we are being transformed by Him because we have Him. My challenge for each one of us today is this. Let us walk right up to Him and get what He is so ready to give. If you follow Jesus today, Don't let your loneliness, confusion, problem, circumstances define your life. Let the Word of God define you because it tells you, get up, stand up, and get what He is ready to give. Jesus is ready to give what you need now. If, if I will be asking you one thing that you are asking from Him, what would that be? What would that be? Can you take five to ten seconds to think about that? As you get up and get what He's so ready to give, what is that one thing that you are asking from Him? What is that one thing that you desire na, Lord, gusto ko baguhin mo ako sa area ng buhay kong to? The things that I do in secret change me. The things that I do when things I rough, when things are rough, change me, God. And it says, take the mercy and accept the help. Can you do that now? Take the mercy of Jesus and accept the help that He is offering. The word of God is true. It's real. It's relevant. Because first and foremost, we have Jesus. We have Jesus. We have Jesus. Let's pray before we, we sing the song. Lord, today, we come before you. The God who who knows where we are. Lord, you, you don't contradict your word. Actually, you fulfill your promise. Lord, today I pray that you will uncover our eyes from the things that we see that your word is contradicting You don't do what you say. You do exactly what we desire. 
Today, God, I pray that you will open our eyes, that we will not just see a little bit of the story of who you are, but widen our perspective in seeing the real story, that you don't contradict yourself, you fulfill what you say. Today, you are not cruel, God. Today, you are not numb with the injustices, the suffering, the slavery, the poverty, the things that are going on in this world. In fact, you are doing something else. Today, I pray that we will be students who will choose to believe what you say, though we don't fully understand what you are saying yet, but we believe that you are speaking to each one of us. Holy Spirit, I pray that today you will impart that wisdom, that grace, that ability to know your word, to discern who you are and understand what you have for us. Thank you, Lord, that even right now you are uh, giving a deposit in their lives that it will not be stolen by the enemy, that it will not be defined by the things that are happening around us. Today, thank you that you are doing that to their lives, right? Thank you that also that you're increasing their appetite to know you, God. To know you, God. To know you. Increase the desire. Increase that passion, God, to know you. Holy Spirit, you are at work in them today. If, you're, if you are worshiping, if you're watching with us, lift up your hand, receive that today. God, I want that desire. I want you in my life. I don't want to miss out what you have for me. I want to see how you're going to use me. I want to see how you're going to prepare me in making a difference in the business world, in making a difference in the political sector, in making a difference to those people, God, whom you will be bringing in my life. I don't want to miss that out. I want you to move. I want you to work. Lord, enough of me is staying in this false version of my life. I want the real version that's coming from Jesus. God, mold me. Change me. Make me the kind of person that you desire me to be. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, Lord. As we worship you, God, this morning, I pray that as we make room, God, for your word, for your spirit, for your work, thank you that you will breathe afresh on us thank you lord thank you god let's worship god let's worship jesus you just listened to a podcast from every nation campus katipunan for more details you can find us on facebook.com twitter.com and instagram.com slash en campus katip or just simply search in these websites every nation campus katipunan we hope to see you there take care and god bless